Hello and welcome to Box Office's Seats. I am your host, Tyler Callahan, and welcome to 2021. And for the first episode of the new year, we'll be talking about the last bit of news from 2020. Let's get started with In the Pipeline with some box office numbers. So for the last weekend of 2020, Wonder Woman 1984 finally came out and did way better than expected. Coming in at first place with 16.7 million. In second place was Universal's News of the World with only 2.4 million. In third place is The Crude's A New Age with 1.7 million for a total of 30.3 million. In fourth place is Monster Hunter with 1.1 million for a total now of 4.2 million. Finally, in fifth place is Promising Young Woman, which opened with 680,000. Obviously, from observers like me, all eyes were on Wonder Woman, and apparently that is all audiences cared about as well. Now, for that $16 million opening, it is surprising in a good way for the studio. This is now a best. A movie has opened since the pandemic has started, and past recruits to and tenant, even with less theaters open. Deadline is saying for Wonder Woman, only 40% of theaters in America are open, compared to 44% for recruits to just a few weeks ago and 55% for Tenet. On top of this, it still made that much while being available on HBO Max for anyone who wants to sign up. While not a huge amount of the gross over the weekend, it looks like private showings are now having effect, with Deadline also reporting that there were over 10,000 private showings for one woman this weekend, and that amounted to around 10% of the total gross. This leads us into an interesting discussion because while we need to see how other movies in Warner Brothers 2021 lineup perform, it looks like, at least initially, this new distribution model could work. We'll talk about HBO Max News and VOD Premium, but they had positive starts all around. That plus means the better-than-expected box office performance means that, at least with the pandemic going on, this could be the best way to release a movie. For theaters, while they can be unhappy about Warner Media's move uh, for 2021, and they should be, they can't complain about it for Wonder Woman, which has given them the best performance since March right as everything shut down. Now, thanks to the movie mixed up poor reception, the likes on this theatrically might fall short, which is a shame because I really wanted to see how far this could go, but we will see. For Universal News of the World flopped, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. The Croods performed way better and seem to be doing well on PVOD. At this rate, News of the World would be happy to get 8 to 10 million before going on PVOD. However, there are a few things going for it. First, here's the budget, which is a lot smaller than The Croods 2 coming in at 38 million, and the studio did sell the international rights for the movie to Netflix, so I take it that might have covered most if not all of the production budget. This will also be, this will be one of those movies that depending on what country you're in, you associate with something else. For people in America, this is another universal movie, while the rest of the world will consider it a Netflix movie. It's said international for some more numbers where Wonder Woman did not fare as well, making 19.4 million across 40 countries for a worldwide total now of 85 million. In China, it has basically collapsed, with it only making 1.4 million over the weekend. However, China is starting to show some life again, with Shockwave 2 debuting to a solid 51.4 million for a first place finish. In second place was another Chinese movie, a period fantasy movie called The Ying Yang Master Dreams of Eternity, opening with 34.3 million. If you are not in China, you will not have to wait long to watch this one, as Variety is reporting Netflix has bought the international rights to the movie and will be premiering it on February 5th, a week before Chinese New Year. Last week's first place opener to the rescue came in in third with 9.8 million for a total now of 64 million. In fourth place was Disney with Soul, which, while it came in with 5.5 million, was a better than expected result. 
One thing about China is that people are so connected there, word of mouth opening weekend can help her break a movie. For Wonder Woman it killed it, but for Soul, the reviews were very positive that some theaters were even adding showtimes over the weekend. Now don't expect it to do huge numbers, but if the reception stays strong, it could have a nice run longer than a typical Hollywood movie. Right now it will be at Onward, which finished at 10 million in China, and it could be Toy Story 4, which made 29 million there last year. And while it's nice to see China's box office get more steam, let's be honest, there's only one international story that is important this week, and that is Demon Slayer. It took a while, but the movie has finally passed Bearded Away to become the number one movie in Japan of all time, breaking a 19-year record. It has now made 313.5 million in the country, and is the fifth biggest movie worldwide for 2020. With how non-existent inflation is in Japan, this is a record that could take a few more decades to beat. So you are watching history here. Finally, to wrap up international numbers, The Crew the New Age is doing well, with it now at 98.3 million worldwide. With its budget of 70 million plus the PVOD sales, this should make a decent but not big profit for Universal. But since we are still in one of the worst parts of the pandemic, making any profit for a new movie is good news. Since this is basically the Wonder Woman episode, let's talk about the third movie, shall we? A few days after the debut of Wonder Woman 1984 domestically, Warner Brothers announced a third movie and that they will be fast-tracking it. They confirmed that Gal Gadot and Patty Jenkins will return, with Jenkins directing and writing the movie. In their statement, they had a very interesting phrase, quote, who will return to conclude the long-planned theatrical trilogy, end quote. I found that interesting because they are now trying to sell it as, uh, oh, this was always meant to be a trilogy, and that it was always meant to be in theaters. I think at most, this is just trying to get people to understand that they will still be pushing movies in theaters, and will not be a HBO Max exclusive, but it does nothing to answer the real question if it will premiere in theaters and on a streaming service on the same day. As for when it releases, well, they did not say anything about that, and for good reason. Patty Jenkins is tied up at the moment with the Star Wars movie, set for the end of 2023, and the Cleopatra movie with Paramount, who also wants to fast-track that one as well. So what comes first? I don't know, but she has to start working with the studios to plan these out because if she does not, she will be going from set to set to set. Personally, I do not think this comes out until 2024. 2021, I assume we'll be getting everything ready for the three movies. Then let's say she does Cleopatra first at the beginning of 2022. and the 2022, she will film Star Wars and in early 2023, Cleopatra comes out. Mid 2023, she films Wonder Woman 3. End of 2023, Star Wars comes out. And then in summer 2024, Wonder Woman comes out. That's my guess for a timeline, but who knows, anything can happen. Universal has announced a few release date changes in regards to their DreamWorks lineup. The Boss Baby family business, which was set to release in March, has been bumped back to September 17th. This takes over the release date for the bad guys, which will now be released sometime in 2022. As for why the change, I guess it's because we are close to ending the pandemic. But with the vaccine rollout only now speeding up, March is not the time to maximize profits. Theaters will probably be open by across the country by March, but realistically 30-50% capacity. So to kick it to September and hope for a full rollout, and part of this is the first one, didn't make half a billion a few years ago. If they can get close to that and then cash in on PVOD sales, that's a better plan than to be closer to the crudes too. And don't get me wrong, under... under the circumstances, The Crew 2 is doing great, but for Universal, it was more that they needed to release something over the holiday season to bring in some money, and it was good to test out their uh, PVOD deal with the AMC and Cinemark. But when you're this close to normalcy, it's best to wait. Finally, we go back to China as the film industry there plans their summer releases, or specifically their movies for the 100th anniversary of the Communist Party. For this, Guanho 
who directed The 800 earlier this year, will now be producing and helping make a new movie called The Revolutionary. This will be a movie set in the 1920s and is being directed by a younger director. The movie has already started filming and is set for release for January 1st. Between Chinese New Year and the 100th anniversary, you can expect a wide range of Chinese movies for 2021 from action, comedy, drama, and of course some propaganda ones. With all this, it'll be curious how many explode and make their way into the top 10 worldwide. So it looks like HBO Max may have had a good weekend with some Wonder Woman release. I may I say this because while Wonder Woman Media is touting the success of the movie box office wise and on streaming, they were very light on the streaming details. They said it blew past expectations and that just under half of retail customers watched it. Retail is a key word, as in it's not people who got it via the cable company. So with around 12 million max subscribers right now, we are looking at under 6 million people watching it over the weekend, maybe as low as 3 to 4 million. Which, look, for Warner Media and AT&T, that does not matter as much as how many people signed up over this period, which we'll probably not know until the next quarterly numbers. If they were, say, able to get up to 15 to 20 million subscribers via a mix of Roku users and new customers, then I would say overall the release was a success. To get that many more people using the service with a strong opening weekend, considering the conditions, that would be great. However, we need to see how much it does box office-wise, and what the actual subscriber numbers are. If they only gain like a million out of this, that's not good. And that'll be it for this week's episode of Box Office Receipts. Not much going on besides Wonder Woman, but as vaccines get distributed worldwide, I doubt 2021 will be quiet at all as new movies come out and studios make their moves in a post-pandemic world. Question for the week is, did you watch any of the movies that came out over the holidays? If so, which ones? Let me know on Facebook. Link to the pages in the show notes. Thank you for listening. See you next time.